So I was meant to be reviewing Jungle Cruise, but since F9 raced, in, raced onto digital platforms on Friday, I had to check it out because as you all know, I've been in lockdown. I have not been able to go see any movies. Finally seen F9, one of my most anticipated films of the year. So let's talk about it. F9 is directed by Justin Lin and stars Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, Jordana Brewster, Nathalie Emanuel, Sung Kang, and John Cena. Dom Toretto is leading a quiet life off the grid with Letty and his son, little Brian, but they know that danger always lurks just over their peaceful horizon. This time, that threat will force Dom to confront the sins of his past if he's going to save those he loves most. His crew joins together to stop a world-shattering plot led by the most skilled assassin and high-performance driver they've ever encountered, a man who also happens to be Dom's forsaken brother, Jacob. Hey everyone, welcome back to Movie Morning, and finally I've been able to see F9, The Fast Saga, I guess as it's called for some reason, instead of just being called Fast and Furious 9. But I've been so looking forward to this movie, I've, I've, I was supposed to see it, I guess when it was supposed to release here, like nearly two months ago, I believe, or like a month and a half. But it's released, and I have, and I know the movie's been getting mixed reactions, I've heard a few reactions, I've actually watched a few reviews and listened to a few reviews, because that's pretty rare before I see a movie. But obviously being the case that I, I was not going to see it for a while, I just checked some of them out. And I've heard mixed things to say the least, but I was so excited for this. And I think if you go in with the right mindset, I've always thought that it's pretty hard not to enjoy one of these movies. Does that stay true with F9? We'll find out right now. And I just want to start off with this review by saying that if you've enjoyed the direction the franchise has been going and you've liked where you think they're going and what you've heard about it, you are going to have an absolute blast with this movie just like i did seeing these characters we've been following some of them for like 20 years now for a lot of you but i'm newer to this franchise to be fair seeing them try to get out of these ridiculous scenarios and moments and just different you know problems they face is just so much fun it's all ridiculous but it is so much fun and i ate most of all these crazy scenarios up in this movie i enjoyed a large chunk of this movie very very much even though i watched it at home with a few other people but not in the theater it was like with like hundreds of other people and i i pretty much despite how crazy insane and wild and bombastic some scenarios and moments and how dumb and lud ludicrous pun intended sequences could get i still was completely on board and i was just having fun and this is some of the most fun i've had watching a movie in a very very long time to say the least, but I can totally understand why some people are just going to roll their eyes at this the entire time. And I, I was completely fine with this the entire way, with the exception of a sequence or small, store, small plot line that takes place in the climax, where they go to a certain location that I think started to stretch what I wanted to see from this movie a little bit. And besides that sequence, I was enjoying pretty much the rest of the entire movie. Especially in terms of like the crazy bombastic action. Also, something that I noticed was this movie was a bit more self-aware with the characters. And I, I noticed that this movie relied on the characters' reactions to all of these absolutely wild and impossible things that going on. Compared to the previous movies, like a lot of sequences where we have these crazy things going on. It would like cut to Tyrese Gibson and Ludacris' character, Roman and Tej. And you just kind of see them playing off each other in terms of what's going on. And this movie is also by far the most self-aware in that these characters are starting to kind of question. Well, I guess mainly the character of Roman 
I don't think there's much of a spoiler, but he starts to question whether they're actually invincible. And it leads to some pretty fun moments. Again, some people are going to find it really silly, but I enjoyed it. And the group dynamics, just as I tease, just are, are still fun and hilarious. I still love all of these characters. I love seeing them all on screen. And this movie actually splits them up, which when they did that, I started getting a bit worried. And while the plot, because of that, got pretty jumbled in this middle act because they were doing so many different things, I feel like that's almost a staple of Fast and Furious movies that I just can't really complain about that. There's a few there, Now, there are quite a few problems I have with this movie, but that's not one that I'm really going to be touching on because I feel that with a lot of these movies. And because they're splitting so many of these characters up and they're going to a bunch of different locations, I loved how this movie looked. And there were so many different locations. There was London, Edinburgh. There was... Well, where else did we go to? I think we were in, like, South America at one point. And there were so many different locations in this movie, and it was awesome to look at. And, again, all the action sequences are still so much fun, and it helped that they were set in places I loved for the most part. Love to see, at least. And, you know, obviously these characters really do carry this movie because you, you do like these characters and you want to see more of them. Also, I have to say that in terms of the climax of this movie, there's kind of two two different things that are running side by side with each other, or racing side by side with each other, I should say, in the climax. There's a sequence which is, which is you know, it takes place with most of the members of the crew. And there's one, one other sequence which takes place with a, with a smaller part of the crew, with Tyrese and Ludacris. I'm not going to say exactly what they do, but I think you might know what I'm referring to. The sequence that takes place, you know, using a bunch of cars and all that, the stuff you'd expect, uses some pretty creative, like, uses of different... I don't know how to say it. And I think that saying this might get into a bit of spoilers, but you've kind of seen this in the trailers a bit. So I want to give a minor spoiler warning in this next section. And if you haven't seen the trailers and you want to go in completely blind, you still haven't seen the movie, I would say skip to the next segment where I'll be getting into a few of my issues. I will say that I think the way they use like the magnet cars in the climax, I found really cool. And I think that some people might disagree on that, but I really, I really liked it. And I found it to be pretty creative compared to a lot of other things in this franchise we've had so far, and I really loved all that. But speaking of that climax, I hinted at that particular sequence that I felt went a bit too far, and I, was, I wasn't really fully getting into it. And I thought the beginning of the sequence was fun, but as soon as they started going really far, it kind of started to stretch even what I can take with this franchise for me. And that's really one of my least favorite sequences in the movie because I just felt... It went a bit too far, which was kind of annoying for me. And also, I do have to say that I think this movie being like nearly two and a half hours long and being the type of movie it is, like the summer blockbuster popcorn flick, I think if you trimmed like 15 or so minutes out, I can see like this movie being more of a rewatchable movie for a lot of people, even though I know I'm still going to be rewatching this movie a ton because these movies are just so much fun. But I do have to say that this movie's a bit too long. I should say that. Also, getting into a few other issues I have, because I actually do have quite a few issues with this movie, more than I've had with the previous couple of movies, which I'll get into in a second. This movie has a lot more slower, just like mundane, just, I don't know, just downtime in this movie compared to the previous movies, which was kind of odd to me. It makes, and there's, and this, this is because of two things. Firstly, there are quite a few flashbacks in this. I'm not going to say to what, but... There is a flashback device used to, to, sell, to tell a certain portion of the story. And I found most of these sequences to be acted not greatly. And I think that they kind of got stale after a few of them. And there were quite a few more than I thought as soon as the movie started. So I wasn't really the biggest fan of these sequences. And it really 
hurt the pacing for this movie. And furthermore, the there is a lot of scenes in this movie which are just the characters standing around, but not interacting and having fun. It's them just being dumped with exposition. And whenever you go through that, and there's like a particular sequence with Han where he's telling like telling certain he's play, telling certain events to our characters that I thought just went on for way too long and it really killed the momentum of the movie when that scene came in and it just felt kind of odd. And what I found weird about this movie was that it felt like there were it just it felt like and of course this movie just feels more uneven because it felt like there were two different there were like two flick, two different conflicting ideas going with this movie. One was they wanted to make a dumb, fun, hilarious action movie, and that was what most of the cast were on about. But then I felt like Vin Diesel wanted this movie to also still continue that thing from the last movie where they had like that Toretto family drama, which already I found find kind of odd that they're going in that way. And because of that, the movie gets pretty dragged down by a lot more slower moments. And these moments aren't really written well enough for us to buy into them and still be invested in the plot when they're happening which is a little unfortunate and that's something that i just found this movie had the most felt the most conflicted inside of itself compared to the past couple movies even with where the eighth movie goes and that's why i think i can pretty easily say that this is probably the least my least favorite and probably will be the least rewatchable of this later era of the franchise now i still like this movie more than the first couple movies that's for sure maybe with the exception of the first film but in terms of the recent movies, this is probably the one that I'm going to be putting on the least because it's because it just has it, it has the most moments, which just I'm not as interested in seeing. I'm not as entertained by. And that was a little unfortunate because I really don't mind slow moments in movies. But I just felt this movie had way too much of them, considering that they're not written to the same level as like, I don't know, like the movies that get nominated for Oscars, for example. And. The last thing I'll say about this movie is it's, it's an issue that I expected going in, but I just felt John Cena's character was pretty underused. And I think that his plan and why he kind of became a global super spy terrorist, there is just, that's just never explained. His motivation for that is never explained. We get why he doesn't like, why he's, you know, why he's, you know, against Dom and all that. But I have no idea why he's trying to go to the lengths that he's trying to go in this movie. And also, like I mentioned, I felt he wasn't in as much of the movie as I was hoping he would be. Now, John Cena, I have to admit straight off, isn't the greatest actor. I haven't seen him in like a bunch of other movies, but I have seen him in a few. And I, I haven't seen him in a role yet that I think fully makes me buy into him being an actor. Obviously, he's in The Suicide Squad. That movie's coming out next week on HBO Max. I'll, I'll see that. I'll review it hopefully on the day it releases, like as soon as I'm done watching it. But I just, I didn't, I, I can see him fitting into a role like that a lot more than this, but I'm still a bit worried for that because he's meant to be getting his own Peacemaker show and I just don't see him carrying a show. But in terms of this movie, he plays it a lot more serious rather than being more energetic and humorous. And I think that that was kind of a mistake on the filmmaker's part. And I think had they gone that direction, he would have actually been a really good foil for Dom, but I thought he was pretty underused, and I think when he was used, I don't think they fully took advantage of what they could have done with his character, and I don't think John Cena really did the best job he could have, maybe that anyone could have done really in that role, and that was a little unfortunate for me. So before I get into my final thoughts on F9, the fast saga, I guess as it's called, as always guys, thank you guys so much for listening to this review, and if you did enjoy, make sure to like and follow this uh, follow podcast and review and share it with your friends. 
if you enjoyed listening to this review. So overall, F9 for me is exactly what I thought it was going to be. And I think if you've been enjoying the direction of the franchise has been going, I don't see how you wouldn't really enjoy a large portion of this movie. It's I still love the characters. I love them interacting on screen. I love how it focused more on their reactions to these crazy events, these ridiculous scenarios, which I had an absolute blast watching. But this also, to me, feels like the most conflicted of all the recent movies we've had because I feel like there's two forces pulling on this movie that I think really hurt it because it leads to a lot more slower moments that don't keep you fully invested. And John Cena's character, Jacob, is pretty underused and I would have liked a little more explanation to why he has become a global terrorist. I'm going to give F9 a B-. And I know some people are going to say that's pretty high, but I'm combining in terms of my grade, my entertainment value of watching this movie compared with the film quality. Because if I was judging this off of film quality, that would be a lot lower. But in terms of my entertainment, this is some of the most fun I've had watching a movie in a while even though it's not my, nowhere near my favorite of the franchise. And if you are a fan of this Fast franchise and you like the direction they've been going, absolutely check this film out as soon as you can because I think you'll have a blast. Thank you guys so much for listening to this review. I'll catch you all next time. Bye-bye.